Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. Shemaine Nugent and her rock star husband, Ted, built the house of their dreams. It was featured on the popular show MTV Cribs. What they didn't know was their sanctuary was killing them. Eventually, they would discover the culprit that was taking a toll on their emotional and physical health, life-threatening toxic mold. Shemaine was eventually able to heal herself and her family through natural remedies and functional medicine. She shares her story in the new documentary, Killer House. If you're experiencing unresolved fatigue, headaches, brain fog, chronic sinus, or stomach issues, your house could be to blame. Don't go anywhere. Shemaine joins us next to share her triumphant story, and it all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest is a New York Times best-selling author and an international fitness presenter and instructor for more than 40 years. As a program developer for Zumba, she's trained instructors worldwide. She's appeared on VH1, MTV, Discovery, C-SPAN, Entertainment Tonight, Fox, and the award-winning co-host and producer of the Outdoor Channel's Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild. She's the author of Married to a Rockstar, Four Minutes to Happy, and co-authored the New York Times best-selling book, Kill It and Grill It, with her husband, legendary rocker Ted Nugent. She's here to talk about her documentary, Killer House. Welcome back to the show, my friend, Shemaine Nugent. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you back. Before we dive in, I have to share, in 28 years of hosting the show, I've stayed in touch with about a handful of guests, and not only have we stayed in touch, but you also remain one of my favorite people. So it's great to have you back. I love, I love your positive energy and passion to help others. It's second to none. Well, back at you. Every time I get a text or message from you on Instagram, it always makes me smile. You always have the funniest things to say and cute little emojis. So thank you. Yeah, ditto on that. Okay, so, so share with us, the listeners, what inspired you to add filmmaker to your large list of accomplishments? <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, tragedy. When I got sick and almost died, I was diagnosed with having pre-emphysema and I don't smoke. Like you said, I've been a fitness instructor for 40 years. And this was back around the year 2000 and one in 2002, mold was not a popular topic. In fact, uh, very few people were talking about it and um, doctors didn't know about it. They didn't know how to treat it. And I just kept taking more medication. Like I was popping pills, like, you know, I like like M&Ms and I love M&Ms and I had debilitating migraines and I knew inherently that something was wrong with my body. Here I am a fitness instructor eating kale before kale was popular and I didn't drink and smoke. And I was wondering why am I feeling sick? Why does my husband have to rush me to the hospital several times a year for debilitating migraines and heart attack like symptoms? And I went to dozens and like Ted was on tour for rock and roll music. I was on a doctor tour and nobody could help me. So I had to become my own investigative sleuth. And unfortunately, even now, 18 years later, a lot of people really don't know that much about toxic mold and its harmful effects. So I wanted to 
tell everybody about it, educate and inspire them that they could take their health back. Yeah, and I know you mentioned that you, when you guys were out of town feeling good and then you come back to your house and, and you'd feel lousy. Is that is that when you finally connected the dots that your house was causing this physical and mental instability? Absolutely. We went to London and, you know, London's rainy. A lot of people ask me, well, where was your house located? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what climate you're in. You could be in Alaska or Hawaii. What, is, what we're talking about is the air inside your home. No reason that you should have stachybotrys mold inside your home. So we, we went to London, which is rainy, and we felt better. You know, these homes, these buildings in, in London and all over Europe were built sometimes hundreds of years ago. Now the product that the materials that our builders use today are inferior. They're man-made products that don't withstand the test of time and the elements. And unfortunately, builders sometimes create this problem with flashing. They don't install the flashing properly. And what happened to us is it was literally, David, raining between the walls. We never saw anything. We just kept getting sicker and sicker. Well, I know in the documentary, you share how your doctor wrote on the prescription pad, get out of the house. And let me tell you, there have been horror movies using those exact words uh, when the house is haunted. But in your case, it wasn't ghosts hiding in your house. It was mold. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if you want to go down this road at all, but one of the things that has come up for me, because this same scenario, three different houses we've had have had water leaks and we found that they had mold. Now, I've been able to detect it a lot easier because I know the signs and I can, I can tell and I know how to remediate and recover. But, you know, mold is written about in the Bible, in Leviticus. And I think there is, you know, I want, I want to turn this documentary into a series because I really only tap into the surface. There is so much more to this than meets the eye or the nose, you know, to smell this or to see it. And I, I think we're, we're only just tapping into the surface. Yeah. One thing you mentioned in the film that I want you to expand on is you had your house tested for mold by professionals that said, eh, everything looks fine. Share with us, what should people look for when searching for a mold expert to accurately evaluate their house? Well, that was back in 2001 and 2002. And honestly, they didn't know what they were doing. And we were in a small town of 700 people. So the building, the, the, the access that we had to proper mold remediators was, was null and non-existent. And we had the house tested three times and they still couldn't find it. Although we did see it because we were doing remodeling, pulled up the carpeting and there it was underneath the floorboard. So they didn't know what they were doing. What, what I would recommend for people is nowadays we've got these things like these apps like Yelp. And you can literally hear from other people who have used. Now, you can't always rely on Yelp, but we can do, we can search through the internet. We can ask friends and we can talk to people. And there's a, a couple of different ways to test. Now you can actually um, order an online kit and to see, you know, for people, because it, it is expensive. I will tell you that. But um, there's something called an ERMI test that what, what we really need to look for is they're going to test the air inside your house and the air outside your house. They're going to test, they should test the, whether it's called sheetrock or drywall, depending on where you live in the world, in the United States, 
um, they want to test the uh, material and they want to test in between the walls. Another thing that you could do is you could actually go get a moisture reader and just walk along your hallway, walk along the, the bedrooms and the areas that are exposed that you think might, you know, be next to an area that has had a water leak before. And that would be one of the first places, the first signs that, wow, if you've got high moisture in between the walls here, that's mm-hmm. maybe where you need to go. Yeah. How common is mold illness? And when should people start wondering, hmm, I should get my house checked. Maybe it's making me sick. You know what? It's, if you think there's a problem, there probably is. And the statistics say that 80% of homes have some degree of mold in them. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 100% do. Now, whether it's the, the black mold or what I call stachybotrys uh, mold, and, and there's about four different types that are serious killers that can cause, like what I had, um, upper respiratory illness. I was diagnosed with preemphysema. David, I was the person that you'd see in the grocery store with an oxygen mask, pulling Jeez. an oxygen cart. So that's why I'm saying, you know, if you let's here's here's a perfect example. If you just move into a new home and all of a sudden you have a sore throat, itchy, watery eyes, maybe even nosebleeds, you don't feel good, you can't sleep, you're irritable, and you have joint pain, hmm, there's probably something wrong with yeah. the house and you should get it tested. Yeah, and your house actually became unlivable and had to be destroyed. How did you finally come to terms that this mold could not be removed and your dream home had to be demolished? Well, sadly, back then, uh, people didn't know what they were doing, and we got a lot of bad advice. And at that time, the mold had gotten into the HVAC system and literally gone all over the house. Again, you can't see it. One mold spore is one one-hundredth the size of human hair, and its natural defense mechanism is to propagate a million times. So nowadays, hopefully, mold remediators know what they're doing. They know to section off an area so the mold does not spread. But at that time, it had gotten through the whole house, and we had gotten so sick, we couldn't take a chance. And it had gone on for so long that we just decided we never wanted we it was like it was a haunted house we had the the yellow tape around it and at one point we were living in a fifth wheel on the driveway and I remember my son Rocco who was about 10 at the time like mom can I just run in and get one of my toys like no honey you can't yeah that's awful yeah it gets in everything as well and you know once once you finally found the cause of your sickness I I know listeners are curious what did you do to, to detox and regain your health Well, I basically had two choices. I could go to a hospital like the Mayo Clinic, and most likely I would have been given drugs to cover the problem. You know, maybe I'd have a temporary, you know, feeling of my migraines were gone for a little, for a couple of days, only to rebound. But I chose a path of greater resistance and to detoxify my body using what they call functional medicine. So I found a place in Dallas called the Environmental Health Center. And so for 20 years, I've been doing vitamin IVs, infrared saunas. I've got one in my house. It's important to sweat out the toxins. And um, I do, I, I change my diet. I juice several times a week. I get rid of chemicals and preservatives in my food. And I literally... You know, if I go into a home or a business that's got a a scented candle, you know, chemically scented candle, 
or some strong toxic smell, I can't go in there. And now I, I'm okay with myself. I've learned to have boundaries and say, no, sorry, can't, can't go to this house or to this business. Yeah, great. Are there any tips that people can do to help prevent mold from forming? I know we had an expert on mold says, open your windows. People just stay so closed up. Is that something you recommend? Get some fresh air to flow and not keep the window shut? Absolutely that. And if you have a water leak, you've got to have it remediated within 72, 72 hours. It breaks my heart to see, you know, these hurricanes and where the, the stagnant water is four feet up against the walls for weeks. There's going to be a mold problem there for sure. But yes, when you, where you have humid areas in your home, let's say for the bathroom, in, for example, in the bathroom, open the windows, get a fan going there, immediately open the door after the shower door and let air go in there and remove the water. I use one of those squeegees and I just help the water get down the drain a little bit faster. Yeah, great advice. I loved your documentary. I'll tell you, it's educational. I believe it's going to help so many people looking for answers. But if I could make one small suggestion, uh, you used your husband's song, Stranglehold, in the film, and I think you should change the title to Strangle Mold. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think he's going to go for that. Hey, the, hey I, okay? I listened to the lyrics. You didn't, it wouldn't need much changing. It already says, and if a house gets in my way, baby, you know, that's I'll burn true. you down. Yes, that's the mold you know, talking. You got, a, <laughs> you got a good point there. I'm going to, I'm going to approach him about that yeah yeah just an idea hey i'm i'm, I'm a nerd word so i, I, can't, I had to go there so. <laughs> that's great so uh share with the listeners how can they view killer house killer house is available for free you can watch the trailer for free at killerhouse.org that's killerhouse.org and then to download or to watch the whole documentary it's like three dollars or something and yeah, my goal is to just educate people to get this information out there because now more than ever, you know, people are staying home because of COVID. They're in their houses more. And I got to tell you, the depression is on the rise. Suicides are on the rise. And I would venture to guess that mold might play a role in that. Yeah, definitely. Well said, you know, and, and, you know, now, you know, you talk about you were in the grocery store with the oxygen and you had fatigue and, and headaches, but man, now you have more energy, your sharpness is there, you look younger, oh, yeah. younger than people half your age, and you share a lot of your secrets in your book, Four Minutes to Happy, which, by the way, I love and highly recommend. My view is this, with 1,440 minutes in a day, who can't spare four minutes to be happy? And I love the title, Four exactly. Minutes. So, so share, you know, a, a couple things. Tips, you know what 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 what's your secret? You know you hear that every day. You well, get text. <laughs> yeah, I do, um, and I'm I'm so grateful. My followers on social media are so wonderful. I get so many booing and positive comments, like you do as well. But the reason four minutes came up is actually that was inspired. I was praying um, actually one day, and I asked God, you know, I really want to write a book about mold, but how do I make it, you know? attractive to everyone. And I came, that's, that's the download that I got from God, the guidance that I got from God to make it four minutes, because I, I run into a lot of people who say, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to work out. So here's what I say. Do you have four minutes? Because getting started is the most difficult part. So try to do jumping jacks for four minutes and see how out of breath you are. Try to do push-ups or sit-ups for four minutes and see how much that creates this tension, this good, healthy tension in your body that you just want to do more. So it's just about getting started. 
Yeah, that's that's great. You know, when I have patients, they always say, oh, I don't have the time to take care of myself. I bring to their attention that the word time has the word I and the word me in it for a reason. I tell them, and actually I get a sticky note, and I'll, I'll write the word time, and I'll circle me, and I'll circle I. And I said, the word's trying to tell you something. Find time for yourself today before those sands of time take away your tomorrows. And their mouth drops. I love that. And she may have had people take that sticky note and put it on their fridge and they look at it every day and, and they find the time for themselves. You know, that oxygen mask falls, they say, put it on yourself, then take care of others. And and I think that's what's, you know, you're, you're the four minutes is, 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 it's like getting rid of that time excuse as well is who doesn't have that four minutes a day. That's fantastic. Let me ask, yeah, let me ask you and Ted always seem so happy together. I love seeing you guys. The, the, the marriage is, is, is great, at least on the camera. And before the pandemic, he spent, half the year traveling. How did the marriage survive being under the same roof 24-7 during the pandemic? Um, well, there are a lot of times when I go, honey, uh, don't you have somewhere to go? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's great because nowadays I often hid the fact that I'm a hunter and, and a bow hunter. And, and yet I've been doing it with Ted. We have our own show on Outdoor Channel for, for 30 years. Now more than ever, I'm proud to be a hunter because we've, that's what we eat is grass fed deer. And we'll, we'll never have to worry about our food costs. We'll never starve. So, you know, there's a lot of, there are times when it, it's difficult. In fact, I wrote a book called Married to a Rockstar and I, I lay everything out there, all the dirty laundry. But I did that because if I could help just one person, you know, marriage isn't easy. It's often difficult. But in order to, I think here's where you need to be more self-serving and take care of yourself first. Like you just said, the flight attendant says, take, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Because when you're tired, you don't feel good. You're not going to treat others particularly well. When you're happy, you fill up your cup. You do things that make you happier and healthier. You're more eager and willing, I think, to share time with other people. Yeah, that's great. Plus, you guys, I mean, you, you, your diet's pure. Like you said, you eat the whole foods. I think that has a lot to do. I think food is medicine. I think that might have been a lot of your recovery as well as, you know, you, you, you ate the whole foods and got away from the mold and those foods took over and helped rejuvenate, which the body's wired to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. And when I was at uh, the Environmental Health Center, when people found out that I was a uh, bow hunter, I was there for about a month. And they thought, oh, you know, it was kind of like I was a secret drug dealer. Can, can you get me some venison? Can I get some venison from you? Because you can't buy right. it at the store. So <laughs> that, That's great. Yeah. So where do you fall in if someone says, what's your diet? Are you a keto? Are you intermittent fasting? What do, you, what do you follow? So I'm mostly keto. I, I think I learned this term from you, uh, a flexitarian. Yes. <laughs> and, and I do, I do believe I'm mostly keto because I do, I do well, I do better with cutting carbs and eating meat. I mean, it's, it's prevalent around our house, but the other thing too, David, I, for me, and I, I encourage everybody, they've got to be their own investigative sleuth and find out what works for them. My son became a vegan and we celebrate that. If that's what works for him, that's great. But I also um, am on the 80-20 diet. I don't know if that's a real thing. I kind of made that up, but 80% of what I eat is, I just had a juice. I just juiced um, kale and carrots and beets and, and ginger and everything. But I do like, I do have a sweet tooth and I like to, you know, have on occasion, um, you know, Mexican food, quesadillas or chips and salsa and, 
you know, things that wouldn't normally be considered to be on the whole food health um, and, and keto diet. But I think life is meant to be worth living and enjoying. So for me, it's everything in moderation. I love that. I think specific diets work different for different people. You know, I couldn't be a vegan or vegetarian. I tried it, and I just didn't feel as good as I do when I added that little bit back of the animal in my life as well. And uh, I think you tried it as well, didn't you? Try a little bit to try to do a full plant plant based. I did. I did because when you don't feel good, you just you want to become your own investigative sleuth and figure out why. So I've tried pretty much every diet, and the flexitarian works for me because. As the seasons change, you know, it's true. In the winter, I want to eat more hearty foods and, and more soups and things like that. You don't want to have soup, hot soup, when it's 100 deg- degrees outside like it is in Texas for 100 days during the summer. Yeah, that's so true. You're into so many things. So what else would you like to share that we didn't cover today? Your nose to the grindstone in so many different projects. <laughs> well, I feel like God has moved me to, you know, be... Somebody who can be inspiring to other people because I know what it's like not to be healthy and I want to encourage people to find health so that they can fill up their cup and continue to do God's good work and help other people because I, I really feel like our goal or our goals in life should be to find the thing that makes our heart sing and then to share it with others. Yeah, and, and, that, yeah, and that, that's what I admire about you is you can just tell you've got a sincere passion for helping others. Uh, you don't need to. You, you don't need to work and do all you do. It's you, you could settle down and, and just enjoy it. But, man, you've got this passion. No, I want to help others. Here's what I learned. I can't wait to share it. It's, you've got that, that just that zest about you, and that's what I think really is, is, is uh, your followers just, just flock to you for that reason on social media. Ah, Well, I do, I do feel blessed that I, I, no, I don't have to work. I want to work. I can't imagine not having 500 things to do in a day, which I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You and me, we're both A-types. We're into everything. It's like, yeah. you know, same thing. It's like, oh, I'm in a book, I'm in a documentary, I'm in everything you do, I like parallel. We're like, you're my sister from another mister, which I've called you before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. It's true. It's true. It, it really is. And you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know, I see people that, 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 love to be lazy and I see people that just want to go home and sit and veg out and watch TV and more power to them. That's what they're inspired to do. I couldn't do that. It's like God's given me so many, uh, you know, minutes in a day. I'm going to use four minutes to be happy and the other other minutes I'm going to get stuff done. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, a body in motion stays in motion. That was a commercial years ago. And I think it's true. You know, when, when I start sitting on the couch or, or there are times, you know, seasons, so to speak for that, when you're not feeling well, I think it's important to honor your body and to rest. Of course, I like to sit and read sometimes or, you know, catch something on streaming media. But for the most part, I, I feel better when I work out every day or at least move my body. I'm not running a marathon or anything, but I stretch and move. I like to swim and dance and do fun things. Yeah, I think that that what what you basically have is purpose. You're a purpose-filled life, and I think that's what a Mm. lot of people lose. They don't have a reason to wake up tomorrow, so they come home and they just veg out in front of the TV. Because you know why? They're not looking forward to tomorrow. When we're looking forward to tomorrow, we prep today for tomorrow because we're so excited we can't wait to wake up. And that's the way I am, and I feel that from you as well. You've got that that zest, and uh, you know I hope more people can can learn that, especially your four minutes to happy. It's simple, just little tips to just apply, just simple things to do and it's not four minutes yep. you know you can do four minutes what a day correct that's all it takes yeah 
Well, imagine if you did that throughout the day, four minutes. Let's say you did 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes of exercise in the morning, 10 minutes at lunch, and 10 minutes at night. You know, you got yourself a pretty decent workout every day. Yeah, it's increments as well. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Kudos to you, my friend, for turning your mess into your message and getting your story out. Great documentary. I'm sure many listeners will look at their home with a different set of eyes. To watch the documentary Killer House, go to killerhouse.org. If you want to learn more about Shemaine, go to shemainenugent.rocks. And while there, be sure and order your copy of Four Minutes to Happy. It's a great book. Highly recommend it. Also, check out her Wildly Well program, where you can can actually have Shemaine coach, motivate, and inspire you to reach your full potential. You can follow her on Facebook and Instagram at Shemaine Nugent. I look forward to her daily post, and I hope you too will be part of her social media tribe. You can follow me on Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard Shemaine share something today that would benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available at togoodhealthradio.com and radiomd.com. And check out our podcast library and share these segments with friends, family, co-workers, and on social media. Remember, sharing is caring. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.